Hi there. Welcome to the first ever episode of this podcast to behind the scenes indie films. I really hope that you enjoy it. I put a lot of effort into it. But yeah, anyway, so I'm your host, Michaela. I will be using this platform to talk about some indie films that hopefully you know, and if you don't know, you should check out and kind of go into the behind the scenes aspects of it, not so much the kind of like, I'm not doing so much of a review of these films, but more so wanting others to learn about the production of these films. So this may be interesting for film students who are getting into this industry that may want to know a bit more about this type of information, or just if you have a specific film you love that I happen to talk about, that may be nice as well. Or if you just like to know little things about about how films are, are made, this is your place to go. Okay, so we are going to start our first episode with a fan favorite. It involves some quirky little antidotes. And yeah, based on the title, you probably already know, today we are talking about Juno, yes, uh, 2007 Juno, starring Ellen Page, perfect. So, to tell you a bit of background information about what this film is about, if you have not seen it before, it follows the story of a 16-year-old teenager who accidentally gets pregnant by her best friend. So it, fo- yeah, it follows that storyline of, you know, maybe abortion, maybe adoption, and she finds uh, uh, parents who are unable to have a baby of their own, so they they go and decide they want to adopt an unborn child, and it really just follows her and how she builds this relationship with these parents, with the potential father, as this, uh, old rock and roll player that has now just gone into corporate America and the adoptive mom who's this very like pristine uh very you know high class woman and yeah her relationship between them the the marriage relationship itself it follows the journey of, of the teenager named Juno and her stepmom and how that changes from being like judgy to you know, more protective, especially in a scene uh, where an ultrasound is being taken place. That's, that's quite a nice, nice scene there. But yeah, so this film, it was made in 2007 and it stars, let me just go through the cast a little bit. Uh, so Ellen Page, she's the main girl. You may know her from the Umbrella Academy. Uh, that's an ongoing show on Netflix. I think they just came out with season two. Also in 2005, she starred in the film Hard Candy. In 2009, the movie Whip It, which is about, um, roller skating. It's, it's quite fun. Uh, as well as she was in the movie Tallulah. And she is in, uh, the X-Men squad. So, her, you know, best friend, or the baby daddy, is played by Michael Sian. Uh, I most know him as... Uh, the the main guy from 
Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, which is this cute little comic booky film. And the, the adoptive mom is played by Jennifer Gardner, who is in 13 Going on 30, uh, Love, Simon, 2018, The Invention of Lying, and uh, the movie Peppermint. Yeah, so it's a nice cast. So this was written by a woman. Her creative name is Cody Diablo. Her birth name is Brooke Moento. Yeah, so she goes by Cody Diablo. And this was her first ever film. Uh, she, so she's the writer. And she was, before this, she was known as, like, her intense, uh, her long blog about, um, what it's like to be a stripper, nonetheless. Um, so that's, that's kind of funny. Um, so that was called, it was a, a memoir, Candy Girl, A Year in the Life of an Unlikely Stripper. And, yeah, so... Then she wrote Juno in 2007, but how she created Juno was basically as uh, somebody wanted to turn her memoir into into a film, but first they wanted to see her, basically how she wrote as a creative. So they're like, you know what, just send out um, an example of your screenwriting, and if that gets approved, we'll turn your memoir into into a film, and so the sample of her writing ended up being the screenplay for Juno. Yeah, and so it's it's rumored that she wrote that in the Starbucks section of Target in Crystal City, Minnesota. Yeah, so that's kind of like how it was written, and she very much based the character of Juno on her own high school experiences. She had a friend who was pregnant in high school, so little little things like that. It's it's quite quite cute, and it was directed by this man Jason Bateman. So they buddied up together to to make this film. So there are some iconic props in this movie. Uh, for example, there is a cheeseburger phone that Juno uses to call her her best friend, her baby daddy, um, and he also has a cheeseburger phone on his side, and that was because Diablo Cody, she had a cheeseburger phone in her own uh, teenage bedroom, so she wanted to incorporate that small little detail, and when they were sending the scripts to, to critics and reviewers, they were sending it with a cheeseburger phone, almost as an incentive to, to read it and review it, and whatnot. After the film was released, the uh, the rise of cheeseburger phones to be sold on eBay was was a lot, and it was just like constantly getting sold out uh, because it became like iconic almost. Uh, another little prop was the the boyfriend or romantic interest, the baby daddy. He uh, is always shown holding uh, orange Tic Tacs, and if you don't know what Tic Tacs are, it's like an American, like candy, almost like a little mint you can keep in your back pocket, and so when the DVD box set was released, it was released uh, with the packaging looking like the orange Tic Tacs. Yeah, 
So this film was made very uh, cheap with a $6.5 million budget. And so because it was so low, the actress Jennifer Gardner, she, uh, because she's an A-list actress, she usually gets paid a lot more. But because this was so small budget, she was like, you know what? It's okay if you can't pay me my usual, what I usually get. I understand. I love the script. I want to do whatever I can to to make this happen, you know? And so that was quite sweet of her. Now, I kind of want to go into some of the music. Because the music is so endearing and it's just beautiful. So a lot of the soundtrack is by this woman named Kim Ya Dawson. And the director, uh, Jason Whitman, he was just searching on the endless library of iTunes, which is what was available in 2007, and just searching title names, seeing what, what would fit, and yeah, and he sees the, I believe it was the song Anyone Else But You by the Moldy Peaches, which is the band that Kimya Dawson is a part of. And so he, he very much likes that. And then he asks Ellen Page, like, hey, what would your character Juno, what would she listen to? And Ellen Page was like, oh, yeah, the, the Moldy Peaches. And it was funny because it was, you know, it's the same, the same band. So he was like, all right, well, I guess I have to include in this. And there's also songs by this band, Cat Power, the song Sea of Love, which is just a beautiful, simple, romantic song. It includes by Kimya Dawson, the song Loose Lips. And I can't uh, play the song, but I'll just say a little, the first few lines of it. Loose lips might sink ships, but loose kisses take trips to San Francisco, double Dutch disco, tech TV hardy, do it for the Scotty, do it for the living, and do it for the dead, do it for the monsters under your bed, do it for the teenagers, and do it for your mom, broken hearts hurt, but they make us strong. We won't stop until somebody calls the cops. And even then, we'll start again and just pretend that nothing ever happened. So, all of the the music is very teenager-esque, very coming-of-age-esque, and it just beautifully fits the the movie. And I really do recommend you watch it. Again, it's it's called Chino. So, yeah, um, if I'm I'm ending things up a little bit, but if you liked this, then you know, follow the podcast and get more. I also have a matching Tumblr called BTS Indie. So the letters B-T-S-I-N-D-I-E. And this week was our coming of age week. So I had a few posts about the Breakfast Club as well as perks of being a wallflower. If you're interested in those and interested in like learning a little bit more about the cast, learning a little bit more about how certain scenes were created, go check that out on Tumblr. Yeah, so also go ahead and go ahead and support your local 
indie cinemas if you if you have any around you because honestly like all these blockbuster Hollywood films get so much money and so much attention but you know we should really be focusing and spotlighting smaller artists and the amazing work that they can also create you know so yeah thank you so much for joining me thank you for taking time out of your day and join me next week for the next episode all right bye bye thank you